Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, my name is Deb Weekly, and I'm so happy to be here with you today. I have a, a wonderful video for you today or on the podcast. If you're listening on the Help Club for Moms podcast, we are going to talk about how to help your struggling child, how to help your child who is depressed, your child who is anxious, your child who has been bullied, your child who is rebellious, your child who... Um, just really struggles with self-esteem, your child is who is not believing in God, all of these things, how to help your struggling child. And before we get started, I want to show you my very favorite picture. And uh, this is by, I would say my favorite modern artist. His name is Young Song Kim. And this is my picture. It's in my studio. But I would say that this is, um, do they call it an icon or something like a, a picture of, of something that represents your life? And I would say that this right here represents my life. Jesus reaching down. So do you remember the story of Peter and uh, Jesus walked up to the boat in the middle of a storm, Jesus walked up, uh, was going to walk past the boat. And they, of course, called out to him. And And Peter said, Lord, I want to get out on the water with you and walk on water because Jesus was walking on water. And so he told him to come and he came out. But when Peter saw the wind and the waves, he started sinking. And this right here, I love this picture because it reminds me that no matter what the wind and the waves uh, look like, feel like, sound like, whatever storm I might be in my life, Jesus is going to reach down, lift me up, and help me to walk on water with him. And right now, my dear one, Jesus is reaching his hand out to you, and he wants you to walk on water with him. And so I, I wanted to start off with this today because I know that a lot of you guys, if you're listening to today's video, you're struggling and you're you're broken and you're going through a really hard time. It is so hard when our children struggle, it breaks our mama hearts or when we feel like we can't reach our child, it breaks our hearts. And so I just wanted to show you my favorite picture. I think it's called his mighty hand, but I'm telling you guys, Jesus is there his hand is reaching out to you and he is lifting you up to walk on water with him. And all we have to do is say, Jesus, help me. Jesus, I want to walk on water with you. Jesus, help me through this hard time. And if you're struggling in your faith, tell him just like um, the one uh, parent who said with their child that was sick. And he said, I do believe, but help me in my unbelief. And you can even say that to Jesus right now. Lord, I do believe. Help me in my unbelief. And so we're going to talk about this today. But I wanted to show you this. You might, if you've been around Help Club for a while, you know that this is part of our, of the studio here at Help Club. And so I thought I would just encourage you guys today with it, just so you can keep your eye on it, <laughs> because it's important that we keep our eyes on Jesus, especially when we are going through a hard time. 
He is the one that will help you. He is the one that will reach your child. He is the one that will tell you what to do. He is the one that will give you the grace to do it. But our job is to stand in faith. Our job is to worship and praise him. Worship and praise, even if you don't feel like it, even if you feel lost and like you don't know what to do. Worship, turn on a worship song, worship the Lord, praise him. When you begin to worship, the chains begin to fall off of your life. I um, I was traveling with my husband on a business trip for a couple of weeks. It was really fun. And uh, his business sends them to really fun places like Orlando, where it's really warm and there's lots of restaurants and fun. And so I just tagged along with him and hung out in the hotel and I got to work while I was there. But I I did not worship one single day, except for when I went to church. I, I sang in my car a little bit, but usually every day I am in my basement when I first get up in the morning and I sing a couple of songs. And it's usually faith building songs like Trust in God by Elevation Worship and Firm Foundation by Maverick City Worship or Yahweh by uh, Sean Foyt's uh, ministry. Oh, you guys, worship will change your life. When you are weak, worshiping will make you strong. Because remember what the Bible says, when you are weak, then you are strong for Christ's power will rest on you. And so don't ever forget that, guys. But why don't we take a moment and open up in prayer? I just want to I just want to pray. I just want to invite the Holy Spirit in because all of us, every one of us, we are lost without him. And so, Lord, we just want to say right now, we are lost without you. We need you. Come into this time. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, for my friends who are drowning, Lord, let them feel you lifting them back up to walk on water with you. Help them not to look at the waves and the wind. And, and the wind. Let them look at you, the author and perfecter of their faith. And right now, I want you guys to just picture Jesus in your mind. Picture him in your mind. And he has his hand out to you. And picture yourself taking his hand. And he's lifting you up right now. He's lifting you. He's not scolding you for being afraid and overwhelmed. He's lifting you. He loves you. Now picture yourself walking on water with him as if it were nothing because you're holding his hand and he's keeping you steady. So Lord, I pray that each of us will remember that you are the one who keeps us steady. You are the one who lifts us up. You have such good things in store for us and our children. Come Holy Spirit into this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, I'm so glad to see you guys today. Well, I'm going to go through a few announcements. I just, I wanted to start off with that picture and 
I just really wanted to encourage you guys that you're not alone today, but I have some announcements. And uh, if you could, could you share the video with your friends? We have had so many emails from people say that they've just found us on Facebook by a video that someone shared, and we would be honored to be part of your friend's life. And maybe the Lord will speak to them today. We are praying that the Lord will speak to them through the video, through all of our, our watcher, people who watch our videos or who listen. So I have some announcements before I forget, because I'm going to get started in this. And then I'm going to just, oh, once I get started talking about this topic, because it is a, a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, I just get excited. And so I want to make sure I have these announcements. Okay. So I'm going to tell you about some podcast specials. And as you guys, could you guys, oh, Jairus, thank you. Yes. Oh, thank you for that. Okay. Good morning. Could you guys say hello and tell me your name if you're in the online group? If you're joining from the Help Club for Moms online group, we have a group of almost 9,000 women. And if you're joining from that group, uh, leave a comment and say hello. And then also, um, what do you like best about being a mom? What do you like best about being a mom? Or you could share a prayer request. And if I were to say what I like best about being a mom, I loved raising up little disciples for Jesus. It was my favorite thing in the world to do because I didn't have that growing up. Hey, I didn't have that growing up and I wanted it desperately for my family. I wanted my family to grow up in a Christian home. And so it was my number one passion. And it was the number one thing I loved about being a mom because it was my honor to teach my children about God and to walk with them uh, in their lives with God and let us all walk with God together. And I loved it. So, hey, Michelle, thanks for being here. Okay. So how can we pray for you? Put a prayer request up because we're going to pray at the end of this video. Okay. So first announcement, we have some podcast specials. I just wanted to tell you guys about on Fridays, we have mom tips Friday and we have special broadcasts on Fridays and they are incredible. And I did want to tell you guys that on Friday, so last Friday was a mom tips Friday called rhythms and routines for busy moms. So good by Beck Miesmer. And then on Friday, February, then uh, this Friday, sorry, this Friday coming up is how to prepare your heart and how to stay strong for homeschooling. We've, we've really been feeling the Lord speaking to us about talking to homeschooling moms, as well as moms who uh, have their kids in public school, private school. We're all moms, but there's a demographic that we're the, we really feel the Lord asking us to encourage because a lot of times they feel very overwhelmed because they're responsible for their children's education and they're with their kids all the time. And they're usually living on less money because the mom can't work or whatever. So anyway, we were doing a few podcasts here and there. And so this Friday is preparing your heart to homeschool and how to stay strong for homeschooling. Okay. So that's this Friday. And then Friday, February the 9th. Oh, parenting Shiloh while raising a newborn. Absolutely, Jennifer. I love you, Jennifer. I'm so glad you're here. Um, okay, so then Friday, February the 9th. So this is super special, you guys. Um, Friday, February the 9th, we have a special worship pastor coming on the podcast and also on a, the video. And it's going to be aired in the Help Club for Moms online group Friday, February the 9th at 9 a.m. Mountain Time. His name is Jackie Baker, and he carries the presence of God like I have never seen I mean, Jen Pierce does too. She's our worship pastor. So she and Jackie Baker, honestly, are two 
of my most favorite worship pastors in the world. And Jackie Baker's coming onto the show and he's going to play worship for you. And you will not believe. I mean, things happen in Jackie's worship sets. Uh, people encounter God. I have every time I've gone to one of his, he plays for big name conferences. And every time I've gone, I have encountered the Lord. I have had visions in my mind about like pictures that the Lord has given to me, encounters with the Lord, and you will too. And so be prepared to join us in the Help Clip for Moms online group. We'll be showing the video in that group, 9 a.m. February the 9th. Okay. And then the other things I wanted to make sure I talked to you about is our speaking engagements that we have coming up April the 4th through the 5th. Do you guys know Mary Jo Mast? You know how awesome she is. She and I will be in Kansas City at the Midwestern Parents Conference for homeschoolers in Kansas City, April the 4th through the 5th. And then April 26th through 27th for all my Florida moms. Yay. I'm going to be in Jacksonville with MomCom. And you guys should go there to their website, MomCom, because their tickets have gone down to $49. They had a donor. So be sure to go there. Then May 23rd through the 25th, I'm at the North Carolina Home Educators Conference, NCHE. And that is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And then July 12th through the 13th, you guys, I am so excited. Hi, Ashley. Yes, we will definitely pray. We'll pray. Uh, July 12th through the 13th. Can you guys please put this date on your calendar? We're finalizing our meetings with the Road Church in Colorado Springs, but we are having our first ever Help Club for Moms homeschool refresh. So if you or anyone you know homeschools your children, or if you just want to come and encounter the Lord, you should come. It's going to be absolutely incredible. And you will encounter the Lord at this conference. You will be so encouraged by the speakers. You will love it. And so put your put that on your calendar. And then the last thing I want to say is we have a new mothering kit coming out on Wednesday, and it's going to be incredible. A new mother. Oh, Linda, yes. Homeschooling, parenting, academically struggle. Oh, how can a mom can pace her child and not lose it? Oh, that's so good. Okay, I will pray for that. I will pray for that for all of you guys. Thank you guys for, for, for these prayer requests. I love praying for you. So Wednesday is the February Supernatural Mom Mothering Kit. But if you sign up now, you get two weeks free, but you get the January kit and the February kit. And you have a resource section. And so all of your resources are in one place. You have all your printables. We had moms asking us, can you please help us organize Help Club? And so that's what we did. But we came up with all new content. And you're not going to believe it. We have Mike and Linda Steppenbacher who are in there this month that are teaching on marriage. We have my incredible friend, Laura, who has been in big ministries and led big ministries. And she is teaching children how to hear from God. She's doing a video just for the children on how to do listening prayer and hear from God. And she's teaching you as parents as well in another video. We have worship from uh, Jen. We have uh, incredible spiritual mentoring with me and Mary Jo. We're going to be learning more about the Holy Spirit this month and what it means to have the mind of Christ. We have Beck Miesmer in the home section. It's going to be, honestly, my favorite month of the Mother Kit so far. So be sure to join today because you're going to get January and February. You'll get both months for, for one price, okay? You won't get charged until two weeks from whenever you sign up. So you won't even have to pay till February. Okay, it's a great deal and it is a blessing. Okay, so that was what I wanted to say about that. So now I'm gonna talk to you today about, about your child. And 
one of the reasons why this is so near and dear to my heart is because whenever I was, I think I was 12 years old, my parents had gotten divorced. My dad had already remarried really suddenly. I was living with at her house in Tampa, Florida at a brand new school, an inner city school. I didn't know anybody and it was awful. And I was bullied one day at school. These girls chased me into the bathroom with yardsticks, trying to hit me with the yardsticks. And I, I went in the bathroom and I shut the door to the stall and they started hitting my feet with the yardsticks. And I got up on the toilet and they tried to reach over the top with the yardsticks. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. Bullying is awful. So uh, I went home that day and my dad... I uh, used to do these long fishing trips. He was retired from a, a business. He had his own business, but he used to go out for like two weeks on a fishing vessel. And so I was left a lot with my stepmom and who she did not like me. And my dad, you know, he did not know the gravity of what was happening with me. He did not know all the things that I was going through. He he went through a painful divorce with my mom. It was awful. Anyway, so uh, the next day I took a bunch of pills and I tried to kill myself. And um, Thankfully, the Lord, I know it was the Lord. So my grandmother prayed for me. I think I was 11 years old. She prayed for me at her church when my parents were going through all their stuff. Either I was 10 or 11. I can't remember exactly. She took me to her Assemblies of God or Pentecostal church. And she said to me, you're sick. We're going to pray for you. And I, I was like, in my mind, I would never have said this to my grandmother, but I said, um, I, in my, in my heart, I remember saying, I'm not sick, but she and her friends anointed me with oil, with that old Pompeii olive oil. And they started praying in tongues over me. And I'm telling you, those women were calling down fire from heaven on my life. I don't know what they were doing, but it was all in tongues. And I was just sitting there and they were, they were really going crazy over me. And I feel that those prayers saved my life when I was 12. And I tried to commit suicide because I told my counselor at school and she called the ambulance. They took me to the hospital. They pumped my stomach and all this other stuff. And then my dad came back from fishing. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. My dad came back. Uh, they reached him. He was out on the ocean. He came in and uh, my stepmother said, it's her or me. And my dad divorced her. And so that was crazy. Like, and then he had custody of me and took care of me. Thank the Lord. But I was a very troubled child. I had been through a lot with my parents. I went through a lot with that school. I didn't have any friends. I moved to a new state. Just so much trauma. And so I know what it feels like to be a child who is struggling and going through trauma. And I really know what I wish that I would have had from a mother or a stepmother if you're a stepmother, if you're a bonus mom, I wrote a devotion over at Help Club called The Ministry of a Christian Stepmom. And I wrote, my dad had, he married five times. And um, I had a couple of stepmoms, actually three. And I had that one stepmom that didn't like me, but I had other ones that did like me. And then my dad had this girlfriend that was so awesome. And uh, she loved me. And I know what it feels like to be loved and not loved, right? Wanted and not wanted. And that's why I wrote that study. So if you're a bonus mom, it's called how to 
uh, I'm sorry, it's called the ministry. And Michelle, if you could share that ministry of a Christian stepmom. If that's Michelle. I think that's Michelle Swan on here, my assistant. Um, ministry of a Christian stepmom. Anyway, I wrote it because I wrote it from the perspective of a child being raised by, you know, a few different stepmoms. And so today I'm talking to you about from a child's perspective of a child when they're struggling and how you can help them. So that's the what I'm talking to you about today. And so the number one thing I want to tell you before we get started, this is part two. Last week's message was called How to Love Your Struggling Child. This one is called How to Help Your Struggling Child. But it's a part one and part two, but make sure that you go back and listen to how to help your struggle, how to love your struggling child last week or last Monday, because there's two things that you need to remember from that teaching. Number one, remember that the number, there's two things that you need to do when you're walking through life with a struggling child. Number one, you remember that you are to set your set apart Christ as Lord in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord in your heart, which means you don't waver to the culture. You don't agree with the things that the culture is saying. We go by the word of God. We go by the how Jesus lived his life and we go by the truths of scripture. We do not waver or bend to culture, but we also don't need to fight with our kids about things. But in our heart, we set apart Christ as Lord. Okay. So we don't waver in our beliefs or our faith. We don't stop praying. We keep keeping Christ first. Okay. Through the whole thing. That's this is a biggie for you guys. Okay. We always put Christ first, which means we're spending time with him. We're worshiping. We're leaning into him. We're asking him for wisdom. Okay. And then the second thing that I talked about in last week's video was that we need to make sure that our children know that our love for them is unconditional and it's not how they act. It's not how they act. It, it's just like Christ. What does it say in the word? Neither high, neither life nor death. And it goes on and lists all these things and nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of God. And that is the way it needs to be for our children and us. Nothing in all creation can separate us from, from separate our child from our love. And they need to know that we will always love them, always believe in them, always be there for them. May not agree with how they're acting or what they're doing, but we are always there for them. And our love is unconditional. And this is a long haul perspective that you have with a struggling child. These are not easy fixes. I know that, oh man, can I, I'm just telling you from a, a fellow struggler that um, I want an easy fix on my life too, right? But it's just not going to happen. It's, I mean, it might, there's miracles that happen. That's for sure. And I always ask God for miracles and I have seen miracles, but for the most part, it's just like Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message Bible says, it's a long obedience in the same direction and your love for your child. You're going to keep that unconditional love going and going until they're adults and until you go to be with heaven and you give them grace and you love them like Jesus and you don't give up on them and you don't stop believing in them. And so today I'm going to talk about how you can help them. So practically speaking, so if you have a child who's rebellious, who's caught up in sin, caught up in the culture, uh, oh, I love that. I always tell Shiloh that there's nothing he could do to make me love him more, nothing he could do to make me love him less, just like God's. I love that. 
That's so amazing, Jennifer. I love that. Okay, so um, you, you need to remember, remember, you're not alone. And I just want to tell you, you're a great mom. If you're even listening to this broadcast today on the podcast or here live or listening to the recording, you're a great mom. You, you need to just kind of give yourself some grace and just say, I am a great mom and do not receive. Yeah. Do not receive the shame that the world or honestly that yourself is probably putting on you and the enemy is telling you he will throw shame on you. Don't receive it. You just keep standing on the word and repeat that scripture. You know, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So say out loud, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You speak out the word of God. Ask God to send his angels on your behalf to fight for you, to uh, to fight for your child, right? We see that in the scriptures where angels had to come. God sent the angels to fight for people and ask God to send his angels to fight for you and to fight for your child and to protect your child. And just remember that life is hard. Man, this is hard for me because um, I don't really like thinking about this because I am a half full kind of girl. And I would love to have a formula where life is just always going to be perfect and rosy. But you know what? Jesus even said it in this life. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. He has overcome and he lives inside of you. So you have overcome too. Okay. But just know that Jesus is going to help you. Okay. So number one, don't give up on your child. Stay engaged and pray. Oh, this morning he called me a stupid mom several times during school. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to that in just a second. And we're going to pray for that wisdom. Lord, give us your wisdom. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going to pray for that. That is so hard. You know what? They say things they don't mean. You know what? Kids, they say things they do not mean. And you have to keep yourself focused. If your kids are saying, you're stupid mom, I hate you, or whatever it is, you know what? Um, ah, oh, my one friend went through that. And what did her, what did she learn? The Lord told her to say, uh, you know what? That's not true. And I love you or something like that. Uh, what was it? Um, no, mommy is a smart mom and mommy loves you very much. And you just smile and you minimize it because what we magnify, remember this guys, what we magnify grows and what we minimize goes away. It'll go away if you keep minimizing it. And if you don't let it get to you and you just tell him, you know, mommy is a really smart mom and you know that. And, um, oh man, my granddaughter actually said something to me and I said, yeah, Gigi's really smart. Gigi would never do that. I said it to her and she was like, oh, okay. You know, it was funny. Um, yeah, but just keep, just keep going. He's going to help you. He's going to help. You. Yeah. Snappy. That, oh yeah. Some kids get snappy. Okay. I'm, I'm going to pray for all these things. I'm going to pray for them. And just remember that people say things they don't mean. Oh, good. That's good. That therapy. People say things they don't mean when they're upset. Children are learning how to deal with their emotions. Um, so let me, let me move on for just a minute, but I'm going to come back to that. Okay. All right. So 
Stay engaged with the Lord and pray. Ask for wisdom every single day. Ask for wisdom and do what God tells you to do, even if it sounds crazy. Do what God tells you to do, okay? And then ask God for a word of encouragement for your child. Okay, especially if you're mad at your child. And uh, go back and read Mary Jo's post. And it's also on the podcast from last week. What's it called? Um, Overcoming Negative Thoughts About Your Child. Read that devotion. It is so good. Mary Jo Mast has seven children, and she wrote a devotion called Overcoming Negative Thoughts About Your Child. And it's there at Help Club. It's on our podcast. But go back and listen to that, too. She will talk to you about how to overcome things if you're struggling with your thoughts towards your child. But ask the Lord for a repeated, encouraging word that you can give your child. Remember Romans 17. I'm going to read this scripture to you. And I'm going to actually read it in the, um, let me see here, in the King James, Romans. I've, I've got it memorized, but uh, Roman, actually, let me go to Bible Hub. I love Bible Hub, by the way. If you're looking for a, a thing to look up scriptures, Bible Hub is so good. Romans 4, 17. Okay. Uh, let's see, King James. Okay, New King James. All right, Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he, whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Okay, listen. God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. The King James, God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. The NASB 1995, even God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. God calls things into being that do not exist. And we are called to be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect. So when you ask the Lord for a word about your child, if your child is struggling, I remember one of my children was struggling when they were teenagers about something that I completely disagreed with them on. And I told them, I said, you know what? I feel like you are going to change as you get older. And I feel that you are going to grow in this area because you are so smart and you are so godly and you hunger after God. And God is going to answer this question that you have for you. You know, it was contradictory to scripture and that child did come to the right conclusion. But sometimes our children say crazy things. They absolutely say crazy things, especially if you are a safe place to your child. I talked about this in the last video. Go back and listen to it, please. But ask the Lord for an encouraging word for your child. And so if your child is lying to you, you start calling that child a truth teller. You are such a truth teller. I know that you did not mean to lie to mommy. You are a truth teller. You love telling the truth, right? You're not lying to the child because in they have that potential within them to be a truth teller, right? We all have the choice to, to tell lies or to speak the truth. And so by asking the Lord for a word for your child, Lord, what is a word in season for this child? The Bible says it's like apples of gold in settings of silver. And so when you speak life over your child instead of death, Guys, we cannot look at our situations with human eyes. We cannot call into being the things that 
look dark and dismal in our lives. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus and not look at the things of this world. I know that takes practice and oh man, I don't, I don't have this down pat. I'm still working on it. Um, I had a hard season the past few days about something. Um, and I finally, uh, God told me, you've got to get back to worship. You need to get back to worship, Deb, and you need to keep your eyes focused on me and not on your circumstances. And so anyway, I, I did, and I feel so much better and my vision is clearing up, but we do not we're not supposed to have earthly vision. We're supposed to be living by heavenly vision and heavenly vision is calling out those things that are not as though they were. And so with your child saying something, being snippy to you, of course you call their attention and say, you know what are you? This is what I say to one of my children who gets snippy. And I say, are you okay? This is not like you to be grouchy. Are you feeling okay? Did you, did you eat? Are you hungry? Uh, did you sleep okay last night? This is not normal for you to snap at me. You're such a kind-hearted son. I mean, I've said that to both of my children. You will have what you say. And I'm not talking about a mansion, necessarily a mansion on a hill or a Ferrari. I'm telling you what you say to your children. You will have that relationship that you speak over them. And so by standing in your faith and speaking words of life over your children, you will change their lives. Do not let your children, and I know this is hard and it takes discipline, but do not let your children hear you talk negatively about them to someone else. Make sure that you always tell them, you know what? You're going to get through this. This is just a season. You're going to come through on the other side. You keep cheering them on because mama, no one else is going to cheer on your child like you will. No one else will cheer on your child like you will. Okay. So ask the Lord to help you not to look at your circumstances with human eyes, but to look at him and how to speak faith into your situation. Okay. He will help you do that. And I want to look at some of the comments. Yes. Oh, I'm so sorry. 14 year old daughter refuses to open up to anyone. Um, Okay, I'm going to pray over all these things at the end. Thank you guys for sharing. I just really appreciate you guys. I'm going to be praying for you. We're going to pray at the end. Okay, so that was my, my number one point so far, okay? Number two, do you remember how God, when we sin, he throws our sin as far as east is from the west, and he doesn't remember our sins, and he doesn't count our sins against us? Well, we are supposed to... Also be perfect as our heavenly father is perfect, right? It says that in the word. It doesn't mean we have to be perfect, but it means that we need to be like Jesus. We need to be like the father, right? We can only do this by his strength. And we need to throw our children's sin as far as east is from the west and don't remind them of their sin. Don't remind them of their failures. Okay, don't don't do that, guys. Forgive them. Don't take things personally. Don't keep record of wrongs, right? We have to be obeying the scriptures. And the Bible talks about we do not keep record of wrongs. Love keeps no record of wrongs. So do not hold it against your child. Do not wake up in the morning and think, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this day with this difficult child? You say, God, help me to have a great day with my children who I love, right? You have to also watch your mind and what you're thinking about, guys, okay? Watch your mind and what you're thinking about, okay? So number, number, uh, the next one, number three, pray for discernment and wisdom. Okay. 
Now, this is going to sound. Um, so these might sound a little, uh, I don't want to say extreme because I don't think they should be extreme, but it might be, it might sound hard. And this is something you just have to pray about with the Lord. Okay. You have to ask the Lord for your family, what he wants. So is your child bored in school? Are they being bullied? Is your child, do they have bad friends? Do they have a bad boyfriend or a girlfriend? Uh, do they have bad influences? Uh, do they have teachers that, um, that are, did you ever hear the story about Thomas Edison? You know, the inventor of the light bulb. And I mean, he's incredible, did so much, right? Thomas Edison. And, um, oh man, you guys, he's an amazing man. Well, his teacher, so he was hyperactive. He didn't have focus. He wasn't focused. And his teacher labeled him a difficult child. And his mother pulled him out of school and she homeschooled him. And she gave him plenty of books that he was interested in. And when I say homeschooling, guys, I need to say something about homeschooling. Homeschooling is not, please hear me on this, okay? Mm, this is a big deal. Homeschooling is not sitting and doing worksheets. Homeschooling is not reading textbooks. Homeschooling is thinking big and asking God, okay, God, I have this child and you know their gifts and their talents. What do you want me to do with them? What do you want us to learn? And so in our house, we always did a little bit of math. Uh, and when they got older, we got tutors and they did their science and all their high school stuff. But when they were younger, I read out loud to them for a long time every day. We got went to the library and we prayed before we walked into the library and we asked the Lord for books for the children that they were interested in. And we get, asked the Lord for projects. I asked the Lord for books, books on tape, lessons, classes, tutors, experiences, and the time and energy to do it. Okay. I asked the Lord for all that and the wisdom and the money to pay for it. Okay. And so homeschooling is not worksheets. I'm going to do a, a, a course at Help Club at our new platform at My Help Club for Moms. That's where the Supernatural Mom Mothering Kits are at My Help Club for Moms. Michelle, could you put that link here? I forgot to say that. And I'm also going to be creating a course going to be coming out really soon called Homeschooling by Faith. And so homeschooling by faith is taking into account what your children's interests are, the things that the Lord's told you about the child and learning about those things. If you've read the book Strengths Finder, I hope that you all have. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. But it talks about not focusing on your weaknesses, focusing on your strengths, because that will take you far. It's so when we focus on your strengths. Yes, we need to keep up on our math. Yes, we have to do all these other things. But the majority of your time with your child, you're focusing on their strengths and what they're good at. And when you read out loud to your children, if they're active, they do Legos or um I mean, my kids sewed, they crocheted, they painted, they did Play-Doh. They were never sitting still. I had snacks. I had all kinds of stuff. When I read out loud, everybody was doing some type of a craft. And my children are still, they're super creative children. And they're entrepreneurs. Both of them are entrepreneurs. And uh, they're incredible men and women of God. And I love them. But we didn't homeschool like the public school did because we were homeschooling. I mean, everybody's different with their education. So that's that's my number one suggestion. And number two is if, if you don't feel called see, this is where you pray and you ask the Lord, is this for me? And if it's not for you, then don't do it. OK, but if you feel maybe you need to switch schools, 
Maybe you need to find another school for your child. If your child is depressed, if they're being bullied, if they have bad friends, um, bad boyfriend or girlfriend, um, maybe you need to think about another school or a private school, private Christian school, ask the Lord for the money, just go to God and ask him. And then this is the one that might sound a little crazy, but it actually is super helpful. And, um, and I was really happy that this happened uh, because one of my children had a romantic interest that was a very bad influence on them. And De- and Randy and I were very concerned about the this person. And just by God's grace, we had a trip overseas lined up at that same time. And God gave us the money, everything. We didn't have the money when we started praying about going overseas uh, to Europe, but God gave us the money. He gave us miles to get our tickets. He, I mean, he worked out the whole thing for us. And I think that we need to think bigger with the Lord and not think about, well, how am I going to pay for it? Ask the Lord, how are you going to pay for it? Lord, if you're calling us to go on a family trip, maybe to study about um, Italy and go there, study about France and go there, think bigger about your life. And for us, we studied about uh, Italy. We studied about World War II. We went to Germany. Uh, We went to different places, Hitler's driveway. We went to the bunkers uh, for Hitler. We went to the Eagle's Nest. We learned a lot about World War II, but the Lord timed it to get one of my children away from this romantic interest. And it worked. Thank the Lord. And I know that sounds crazy. And I know uh, everybody's in a different financial situation, but I also know that if the Lord is calling you to do something, he's going to give you the money for it. And so I think that taking your child on a trip, uh, I took my daughter uh, to Asheville and we went to the Vanderbilt uh, mansion and we, we rented segways and we stayed in a hotel in town there. And we, we spent some time bonding together. Um, my husband took my son to um maker fair. And that was incredible. But think outside the box for your life and ask the Lord, how can I reach my child's heart? Does my child need to be pulled out of school? Does my child need a different school? Does my child need a private school? Lord, bring my child different friends. Uh, Protect my child from this romantic interest that is bad for them. Um, I'm telling you guys, it is more important that your child is protected from evil that they are encountering than it is that they're at a certain school or that they stay at the school. I'm telling you guys, part of our job as parents is to protect our children. And sometimes they need something different because if they're in a bad group of friends and it, and they're getting in trouble or they're doing drugs or they're, they're questioning their gender, it's time for a change. So ask the Lord to give you a change. And I know it's not possible in the natural for most people, but with God, all things are possible. And if he's calling you to that, he will help you. Okay. So I just, I know that it sounds crazy. Oh, this is what I'm trying to help my husband understand uh, because he doesn't understand unschooling. There is a happy medium between unschooling and homeschooling. There's a happy medium where you can, and I can talk about that. Morning basket is amazing. And I will talk about that um, with, uh, in that homeschooling by faith. I'll definitely talk about that. But anyway, I just wanted to talk to you about that. And then um, remember, so you also, you may have a pioneer on your hands. A pioneer is someone who starts something. A pioneer is someone who has to be dreaming big dreams. And if they are bored at school and just doing all this twaddle work, how can you 
what kind of lessons, if you don't want to pull them out of school, what kind of lessons can you give them? What kind of things can you invest in them? What kind of, um, like for my daughter, uh, God provided, uh, through Johns Hopkins university, which is an, an ungodly university. Uh, they have a center for talented youth. And my daughter was very interested in oceanography. And so we went to the university of Hawaii and uh, we stayed for a month while she took this college class and they, she got to go on a research vessel, uh, with, um, learning about all the stuff with oceanography and it was super cool. Uh, but I didn't just let her go because I didn't want her there just with all the other kids. I went, we found a cheap place to stay and I drove her back and forth every day because I didn't want her to just be turned loose with a bunch of children that I didn't know. So I, I was very protective of my children and I was very selective with who they were friends with. And when they had a godly friend, I would go the extra mile for a godly friend. I would, I didn't care. I would drive them back, back and forth. I would drive 30, 45 minutes each way to go pick up a godly child. I would pay for that godly child and my child to go out and do fun things. I would have them over for sleepovers. I didn't just let my children go to anybody's house to go sleepover. I was very, very careful. I was very, very protective. And I think that we all need to be very protective with our children and very careful and very discerning about where they go and who they're with. And we need to know who our children's friends are. We need to be cultivating a, a relationship with our children so that we know how they're doing in their life. There's so many parents out there that I've, and I've heard these stories of children who commit suicide and their parents had no idea that anything was happening. And my dad had no idea that I was depressed, but he was busy leading his own life and trying to recover from his divorce, but he had no idea how I was doing. And had I had a mother who was checking on me and, and saying, how are you doing? You know, how's your heart? How are your friends? Um, are you okay in school? Do you feel good about things? Or do you feel like people like you? Do you feel like, I remember one time with my daughter in fifth grade, she went to this part-time program and I just had a sense she was acting up really, really badly. She was in a bad season of acting up and getting into trouble at home. And, um, and I asked the Lord about it. He says, lay in bed with her at night and ask her this question. This time I asked her this question. I said, do you feel like the kids at school like you? And she started crying and said, no, isn't that sad? It was so hard. I had no idea. And that's why she was acting up. And so at laying in bed with your children at night, taking them out to coffee, taking them shopping, watching uh, a show with your son, boys love that shoulder to shoulder stuff, um, taking the time to check on them and call them, make them cookies when they get home from school and sit with them and talk to them, cook for them. Don't be so busy going from activity to activity. I did talk about activities earlier, but don't let yourself get so overwhelmed and busy with activities that you don't have time just to talk and connect. And at the dinner table every night, we would always say, what's the best thing that happened to you? And, and what is your low light? So high, high, low, we would say, high, low, what's your best thing? What's your worst thing? And so we would go around the table and everyone would share that. And it was so good. So anyway, I feel like it's super important that you know how your child is doing. Speak life over them. Uh, get them away if they need to get away. Think big and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of something that God is calling you to do. And don't worry about what people think. If you do something different than what other people are doing, just don't worry about it. Just keep your blinders on and keep your eyes on Jesus. 
And also I would say, be careful of counselors. If you are noticing that your child is getting worse after going to a counselor, I would stop going to that counselor. I don't know. I mean, I know sometimes things have to come up, but also we can start focusing on our problems more than we do on God. I mean, sometimes counseling just, it focuses on our problems and it makes kids think about things that maybe they wouldn't have thought about normally. And um, so counseling is good, uh, but I do believe there's a discernment from the Lord about the type of counselor that would be good and uh, and if it's helping your child or not. I remember one season in my life going to a counselor and it made everything so much worse because I kept focusing on how bad things were or my anger. I kept focusing on my anger and my unforgiveness and it made it worse. And so if your child is going to a counselor and they're even more angry, I would switch counselors or take a break and ask the Lord what to do and just really pray over your child. Pray over your child. This is the last thing I'm going to say. Pray over your child's room. Anoint their bed with oil. Anoint, you know, just a little bit. Just rub it together. Pray over their bed, over their pillow, over their uh, bed. Pray for sweet dreams. Pray for God to speak to them as they're dreaming. Pray over their windows and their door frames that no evil will come in. Um, And then just pray blessings over them. Pray for close family relationships with them. Pray for the love of Christ to reign in your home. Pray for you to be long suffering with that child. Pray for God to enlarge your hearts with love for each other. That's a big deal. Ask the Lord for that. I do that even with my own children today and my son-in-law. I pray that God will enlarge our hearts with love for each other because I know that the enemy really wants to divide my family. He wants to divide your family. And so I always pray that we will love each other deeply. And so I'm going to go down the list. So I would love, oh, I love that before last. That's good. You anointed your child. That's so good in counseling. Good to know. Okay. That's one. Yeah. I hate talking about him in front of him. Okay. I actually don't think that's a good thing to talk about your child in front of them with a therapist. I mean, they're children. I mean, it's different, I guess, when you're with your husband, I guess. I just, I don't agree with that. I I actually, I, I, I think pray about that one and ask the Lord because he will tell you what to do. And I say for now, take some of these ideas that I'm giving you today and start doing these ideas. Start with, with prayer, start with calling out those things that are not as though they get where start with spending time with your children, start with scratching their back, uh, hugging them, speaking words of life over them, getting to know their friends, doing fun things with them. Start with these things before you go maybe to a, a deep counselor or somewhere you have to go talk badly about your child in front of your child. I think that they're going to remember those words. And I would pray for amnesia over your child um, because they're going to hear those words. I mean, how many of us hear these words like that have been spoken over us, right? And I'm not saying if, if this has happened to anybody who's listening to this, God will cover over it with his grace. Lord, I pray for amnesia for all the children and the moms and the dads and for healing on all these relationships. And I pray for wise counsel. I pray that there will be no man's wisdom for any of these families, God, it will be all Holy Spirit wisdom and God's wisdom. And yes, I know you do use counselors. You do use spiritual directors. But God, we pray that you will keep all of my friends away from worldly counselors and things that don't work and help them to have the courage to stand up and say, this is not working. We're going to take a break or we're going to try and find somewhere else to go in Jesus name. OK, so I would love to hear. um 
Oh, I love that. He's gotten a lot better since hubby and I have stopped reacting. That's so true. That's so good. Okay, so now we're going to pray. So I would love it if you guys uh, would leave your prayer request and I'm going to start praying for you. Okay, so Lord, I just thank you for this time. And I pray for everyone here who is watching or listening, no matter if they're on the live broadcast, if they're watching it five years from now or listening on the podcast or on YouTube, wherever they are, whenever they're listening, I pray that you would download third heaven wisdom into their heart, soul, mind, and emotions. I pray, God, that they would be confident moms knowing that they're doing a great job and that you see them and that you love them. I pray for good counsel from you, Lord. And I pray against worldly wisdom. And I pray, God, that you will bless their relationships with their children, that they will see their children's hearts, that they will know what's going on inside of their child's hearts, that they will not compromise on the word, and that they will not hold offenses against their child, that they will expect the best from their children and not the worst, that they will believe in them, that nothing will separate them from their love for their child and that you'll bless them and give them wisdom and grace. And I pray for sweet, sweet Jennifer. Lord, you know she has a newborn and she has her sweet son, Shiloh. I pray that you will bless this family and that you'll help Jennifer to relax in all areas of her life. And knowing that, and this is this is wisdom. I heard this from a speaker at a homeschool conference. The baby is the lesson. When you have a newborn in the home, The baby is the lesson. And so we learn how to be kind. We learn how to be gentle. We and and just to rest. It's a it's a season of resting after you've had a baby. Lord, give Jennifer the peace that passes understanding. Help her to let go of things. Help her to relax. Help her to slow down and give her the grace that she needs with her sweet son. And I pray that she would see his heart and he would always feel that his mom has his back and his dad has his back. And that you would draw them closer to each other and to you. And thank you for whoever it was that said that they were minimizing reacting to their child. And I pray for everyone here that they will minimize overreacting to their child in Jesus name. And uh, let's see. Good morning, Deb. Beautiful prayer. I love singing worship songs and praying with my kids, especially when they are getting along. Oh, I pray for Ashley that you will relieve her stress and help her to know that you love her and help her with her children and that she would feel your love in Jesus name. And uh, I pray for Linda, homeschooling, parenting, academically struggling students. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would help her not to lose it. I pray that you would help her, Lord, uh, when these children don't get it, Lord, help her. And all the parents who are listening to not get frustrated or discouraged in Jesus name. And, um, oh, I, I love this. I have two kiddos. Jace is five and Aria, Aria is two. I love hearing my little ones pray to see them look to God in their troubles. That's so sweet. Shiloh gives me such a hard time doing school. I tell him we can be done in 45 minutes versus eight hours at school. Yes, that's true. That's so true. Uh, I didn't know you lived in Tampa. That's where you are. Yay. Who is that? Who's in Tampa? Um, love what you're doing. Homeschooling mom here. We typically start our day with worship music. I didn't grow up in a Christian home and I'm changing that for my children. Amen. I love seeing their heart for God and others. It makes my heart happy to hear them praying in their heart for God and others. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I always tell Shiloh, oh, that's so good this morning. Okay. I love my 14 year old is snappy. We talked about that. 
Um, and uh, I've made, yes, thank you for that scripture, Michelle. Okay, prayers that God continues to help me reach my child's heart in his will, especially Jace. I was having such a hard time with this before. How after, after prayers every day, I can see and feel the difference. God is so good. So I do pray for my dear friend with her son, Jace, that she will be patient and that she will remember that children go in and out of seasons. They have easy seasons and hard seasons and bless her to be to be patient in Jesus name. Oh, I'm always speaking his identity over him. He randomly says things like, I'm the baddest boy. I'm the devil's child. I have him break the word curse and speak truth. Amen. And Lord, we do thank you that this mama is a wise mama. And we speak to Satan in Jesus name. You must leave that child alone. I don't know who it is. It's Shiloh or Jace or any of these children. Satan, you must go in Jesus name. And Lord, we just pray that the sweet mom will just maximize the love of God and minimize the things that are said that don't belong being said in Jesus name. Yes. Straight to my face on repeat. Yes. He will be receiving children's deliverance in the coming weeks, covering all the bases. There are some generational things. So Lord, I do pray that you would bless this mom and who their child is going to go into deliverance. And I pray that it would be exactly what you want it to be. And I pray that the child's heart would be open. And I just pray, Lord, that the mom would know that she has the capability to deliver that child as well. And just to speak to Satan in Jesus name, you must leave. And it doesn't have to be a yelling thing. It just can be a small thing. And, um, and uh, Lord, that children are just children and much of their behavior is annoying and kind of crazy sometimes in Jesus name. Oh, she refuses to open up. I pray for the sweet girl that refuses to open up, that her heart would be open and that her mom would be patient and you would show her mom how to love on her in Jesus name, Jesus name. And I pray for my friend who her husband doesn't want her doing uh, unschooling. I pray that you'd help her to find a happy medium between what she and her husband want to do in Jesus name. Help her husband to understand. Yes, creative loves art. I love that. Yes, needs more. Uh, good job. I let my child to do a leadership conference in D.C. And I found out there were boys in the girls' rooms at night. I know I hear about that. And that's why I don't. Uh, we never sent my children except for Summit Ministries Camp. Highly recommend that one. I can tell you more about that later. Uh, in second grade, I let my 14-year-old go to a sleepover with then my fourth grader at a Christian mom's house. She had a second grade girl and a fourth grade girl, and I had a bad feeling, and I wish I would have said no. You know what? Cover over all that. Uh, Lord, cover over that. Lord, if, uh, whatever, why that mom had a bad feeling, I pray you cover over it and bring complete healing, God, and protection. Help all of our children and grandchildren to be wise about where their children should go in Jesus' name. Oh, I love that little spot. I hate talking about him in front. Yep. Good to know. I'm hoping God provides the funds. We anointed it with him. He's gotten a lot better since hubby and I very careful when talking about this. He's part of the conversation. He admits that he's having bad behavior and he knows he can do better. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's so good. Pray for my eight-year-old son and I'm frustrated and he is defiant. I pray for the sweet mom's eight-year-old son and Lord, I pray that she would see him the way you see him and she would see his heart and know that he's not defiant he, he, he's eight years old and he probably is just honestly learning how to deal with hormones and things that are happening in his body. And he's learning how to deal with his emotions. Lord, help her to be patient in Jesus name. That is a word for everybody here. Honestly, boys are worse than girls, uh, in hormones when they get eight, nine and 10 years old, just a little tip. Oh, and Nikki's here. Hi, Nikki. Thank you for praying. Just now tuning in. I look forward to going back and listening. Oh, please pray for severe a pain. 
and struggling again with sickness. Oh, Lord, I pray for my sweet friend. I think this is Donna. Lord, I pray that you will heal her, help her, Lord, to feel better. Take away that pain in Jesus' name and bless her. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, share this with your friends. Thank you for being here. I love you all dearly, and uh, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for being here. I'm praying for you every single day. Bye-bye. Hello, dear one. This is Deb Weekly. I'm so excited to welcome you to our new Mothering Kit theme, The Supernatural Mom. Would you like to be a mom who is strong? Would you like to be a mom who makes wise decisions and is filled with joy? Dear one, you already have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. He is your power source to help you be strong. He is your wisdom to tell you what to do with your children. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. Over at MyHelpCleverMoms.com, we are starting a new Mother and Kids series, and I hope you can join us. Every month, you're going to be learning how to live life in the power of the Holy Spirit so that you can create the Christ-centered home, life with your family that you've always desired.